Welcome to episode nine of the Comfy Show. Today we are going to be talking about cybersecurity and risk considerations for CBDCs. We're going to talk about Andrew Carrier and his shit posting practices. <laughs> um, we're going to have a look at the Quant Twitter. There was an event last week, IFGS 2022, if I'm not mistaken. And we have another guest, and his name is Bas. And this is the first time Bas is here in English. Should we call you Base, or is it just Bas? Uh, Bas will work. Bas will work. Excellent. Welcome. <laughs> Bas. Bas. Bas is, is an admin in the uh, a community admin, not a team admin, in the, in the developer group. Um, for the Quant Network Developer Community. Um, he has supported us in the, the Dutch episodes before. We asked him to be here uh, for the English episode this time. So um, welcome again. Thanks. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And, uh, and Tim is here. Tim, how's life? I'm here. Life's good. Uh, I'm really glad that ba- uh, Boss is here as well. <laughs> So uh, now it's the three of us instead of uh, just yarning with me. Uh, in Dutch, it really worked out in the last two episodes, and we decided it would be really cool to do it in English too. Yep. So here we are. Um, yeah, to answer your question, life is good. Uh, yeah, nothing new, just another week. <laughs> so, uh, how's life on your side, Jarno? Comfy as ever. There's a prize appreciation that is. Um unbecoming quant which is shit but besides that the the fa is always interesting the partnerships are amazing um the rabbit holes um have more rabbit holes than i thought was even possible which is pretty cool um i see a lot of developments within the quant community um regarding the dao regarding initiatives to um to, to spark more community engagement Um, more information will follow in the coming week, um, but there are a couple of initiatives going on besides the DAO. Um, so, so people talking about roundtables, Twitter spaces, um, Q&A sessions. Um, we at the Quanfi Show even are looking at getting more guests. Um, so, so the place is, is buzzing, and I think everything around Quant is buzzing, and I think uh, people are that are already in are, 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 are bullish as hell. And it's um, feels like like we're on the on the precipice of something. Yeah, it's it's like uh, how do they call that? Crossing the chasm or something? There's like this mm-hmm. point that you need to cross, and then all the dominoes will just start falling. Um, it, to me, it, it it feels like we're there. Everything is picking up, and um, oh shit, we forgot. We're also gonna have a chat on the questions that Don from the DAO asked to yeah. uh, to Quant Network, and they they responded. Maybe, Tim, you can look that up so you can share the screen later. I will uh, they, look it up, yeah. Yeah, they came I'll with a reply, and um, there were some uh, there were some feels also on my end, so we're going to address that in a bit as well. Yeah. Yeah. Motormouth Yarno, back at it. Jesus. <laughs> um, and boss how's life over yeah. there uh, i'm doing well i'm a little bit shocked that tim just uh, you're not just mentioned that the price is doing uh not so well 
<laughs> I think I only get updates about price when I talk to you guys. So, uh, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> it's not too bad, really. We're just uh, at, uh, I, I, I really don't care. Ago. Okay, well. Uh, we just uh, lost another house in price appreciation uh, once again. Yeah, well. It, it's <laughs> what, the, it's just what's the Lambo here or there? Sorry. <laughs> um, no, but um, uh, luckily my my feelings and my uh, life happiness isn't connected to uh, uh, quant price appreciation at it, uh, at this point in time. So uh, I, I'm I'm actually doing well. I didn't look at anything other than uh, being happy that uh, something changed in the developer dashboard. The old environment uh, is no longer. It used to be an old environment. 1.5. 1.5. It is gone. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm, um, I'm not uh, always a negative Nancy, but any progress is progress. Uh, so uh, something uh, something changed. So I, I'm a happy camper. Uh, personally, I mostly spend my time just in dev and hoping to get some stuff done there eventually. So as, as long as I see movement, I'm... Uh, I'm happy. Yeah, boss. Thanks. We will get destroyed if we do, if we do not ask this question. When gateway? When 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 RCGs? When when moon? When stacking, sir? Please. A suit, maybe. Honestly, I have no clue. No clue. Nope. Fair enough. Yeah. And answering the question in a little bit more detail, at in the last few weeks, I didn't really see uh, uh, the dominoes stacking up uh, towards uh, uh, extra release. So I think we might be a way out. So uh, don't hold your breath. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree on the quant front that it really does seem that we're not going to get gateways within weeks. No, no. But, but, sir, uh, we were expected to get them on the 15th of March. What happened? Yeah. H1, okay. uh, my dude. H1. H1. Yeah. Did, you, did, you get, did you get the answers to the question? I did. Yeah. Can, can you yeah. put it on the screen? Let's just address this yeah, so we can uh, move on. Sure. Um, I'll share my screen. Okay, just move this a little bit. Uh, for the, the people who didn't know, uh, Don... Hide your context member. for a bit, if you want. Like, oh. Now you put emphasis on it. Yeah, I know. You can screen, you, you can still see that. Yeah, well. It is what it is. Okay. Um, so what happened was there was an initiative by the community to... Um, get some questions out to the team and Don, one of the, the community admins for the DAO, um, gathered the questions and um, initiated communications with the team. Um, questions were there for a couple of weeks and he got, uh, he, he followed up on those questions last Monday. I think he got a response pretty much the, the, the same day. Um, and, and this is what it read. Got a response, response from Quantcom's head on our questions. Quote, Hi Don, thanks again for consolidating outreach from the community and its interest in Quant's roadmap. We are a very small and busy team. 
laser focused on product development, commercial growth, and market outreach. We are currently working on relaunching our website in the coming months with in-depth new content and information for developers. This should help answer many of the questions posed. Unfortunately, though, we are unable to provide further details or specific answers at this time. Also, please continue to monitor our social media for news about Quant. We are posting there frequently and have a lot of upcoming pertinent information to share. Again, thanks for reaching out and take care. Um, my initial response was meh. Felt like a little bit of a, 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 an autoresponder even. Um, what, what was your first impression, Tim? Um, my first impression was what did we expect as a community? Um, you no, that was your them. expectation before you sent it and this was confirmation. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah, that was my expectation. Yeah. The other end, they, that someone from the team, I'm not sure how that communication went, promised uh, that they would get back to us. So that felt new. Mm. I mean, the fact that someone replied um, could be quite unusual. I mean, I'm, I'm here since the time that actually Gilbert and the team kind of took a backseat in, in, in relation to uh, communicating with the community. I mean, before, uh, I remember you talking, you know, about chatting on Saturday night with Gilbert, asking uh, what's his, his dog is called. I think that was <laughs> yeah. the question you, you asked him. I about. actually asked um, Gilbert if he had a dog. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. He was in um, such good spirits then. It was so yeah. fun. Um, those were different times. Uh, yeah. I entered a bit later, as people might know. So I always uh, kind of, well experienced a team that was kind of taking a back seat so yeah what do we expect well uh but... if you put when gateways in a very fancy fashion and, and <laughs> yeah it were nine questions and there yeah. were about three open questions six closed questions um which which was a little bit of a shame and there were technically all kind of when gateway when roadmap ish yeah yeah and i mean or or what is your relation with coinbase which yeah. is also yeah so yeah what what do we realistically expect i think putting the pressure on a team uh communication wise is a good thing uh i think the the team owes us something in that regard because they've made multiple promises and sure i understand why they didn't deliver uh, but it could have been a bit more open about it um, on the other hand, it is promising this response because they say a lot of stuff is coming up and um, in the message itself is a part about the website, which I found interesting. So they are apparently going to renew their website. And the last time uh, we got a rebrand from the team back in January 2021, end of January, mm. um, a lot of new stuff came with that. All the promises about H1, uh, yeah. that meme came forward from it. Yeah. which is uh, amazing, but um, they did come up with a lot of stuff. Uh, so we might actually see a similar movement now, but it's pure speculation. Boss, what were your thoughts when you first read saw this? Um, I'm pretty much mostly with Tim. Um, I've been beating this drum in the Dutch podcast. We're not the audience for Quant. Um, 
where I differ with Tim, I don't think they actually owe us anything. Um, I do agree that they they made some remarks that we could uh, take as a as a as a signal that they might give us some some engagement. But in a general sense, they don't owe us anything. We're not the audience for quant um, enterprises, institutions, central banks, uh, banks. Uh, Stuff like that, are, uh, or institutions like that, are the audience for quant. So, uh, honestly, I always felt, and I think I mentioned it to you guys. Like, uh, I'm not sure if we are actually going to get a, a response to this, um, uh, to this list of questions. And I wasn't surprised at all when I saw uh, the response. Obviously, there is some uh, tea leaf reading, or how you call it, criminology, that you look uh, between the lines and you. Um, try and, and take more from a message and honestly that, that stuff is all pretty interesting right new website new information uh, but all information will still be geared towards institutions enterprises developers and the we as an investment community or the investment community can take from it what they want but I don't think it will be um, investment focused uh, or facing information that we will get yeah. 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 Well, I am the resident moon boy and eternal optimist. And like I said, I was disappointed in the beginning. The first time when I when I read it, I was like, yeah, this feels like a little bit of an autoresponder. So then I vented in some private groups and then I reread it a couple of times. And and now I'm super bullish. Because uh, that's how my brain works. And <laughs> no, no. I mean, I mean, we had nothing. <laughs> we had nothing. Degenerate move for starts. Oh, first no. was disappointment, and then no, 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 no. But it is, it is so easy and so simple to always just be disappointed and fuck the team, and they've disconnected, and there were some other very, very nice one-liners going around. And I think it's bullshit. I think it's amazing that they just shared with us that they are working on a new website that they intend to release within a few months. Also, because we are literally waiting for gateways since 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 h1 last year um we got a bunch of amazing updates that have been pushed bi-weekly like clockwork for the last month and um if if, if you take all the tiers let let's say they implement all the tiers and they take two weeks for each and by the end of h1 and as we all know h1 lasts until 31st of july or something like that now but that would be a couple of months and um I always speculated that whenever gateways go live, even Gilbert said that, it will all go live in one go, meaning the dashboard, the gateways, and all that shit. And since since it's Gilbert's baby, the hyper-decentralized supercomputer uh, that, that interoperates everything, um, might very well be a Big Bang event. And that why not let that coincide um, with a website update and a possible rebrand and, and whatnot. So maybe indeed Overledger 3.0 will be with the community gateways live and, and, and will be initiated by a live going of a new website with a whole bunch of information and, uh, and other stuff and whatnot. Yeah. Bring, that was bring specifically... on the marching band, dude. I can see it happening in my head already. Maybe even a Quantex. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. This is pure speculation. I'm just putting this from my ass. Maybe there's no COVID anymore. Maybe we get a Quantex this year. Who knows? Yeah. 
Sounds lovely. Um, no, but <laughs> yeah, um, it it wasn't even sarcasm. I actually feel no. I feel that it, it, that this is not in the realm of impossibilities. Uh, uh, but if I read the, the the message correctly, it also says that in 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 that new website they are going to release, there will be more information uh, for us, right? Yeah. So that might be a subtle hint at gateways and stuff. Yeah. Um, which is great. And, and to get back to Boss, I'm not saying that the team owes us anything. I understand my position. Uh, but I do think it's fair to point at the fact that they've made multiple promises and they were not very clear with their communications um, as to communicate where they are at the moment. Uh, I understand that there are all difficulties. It's obviously a very bumpy road in terms of COVID, in terms of Brexit and other stuff. Bumpy? Also, uh, completely uh, bumpy, yes. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, there are some difficulties there, and I fully understand that. Um, But they could have been a bit more open about it. Now, it really felt (laughs) like Gilbert was scolding us at some points. Well, all we really did was just anticipating their own release schedule, their own promises. Uh, I still remember Gilbert in the uh, uh, in the LCX interview back in May, where he said a couple of things. Well, we still haven't seen that. I still remember uh, Gilbert saying somewhere back in April or, or March last year that in a couple of weeks we would get a team AMA, a video uh with the team and all that stuff didn't happen i think it's fair to point that out mm-hmm. uh, in terms of mm-hmm. communications with the community they need to, need to do a better job or on the other hand don't make those promises if, if you don't promise something you don't have to deliver does it make any sense like i yeah. i don't expect anything if they don't tell us i, I don't simple. think i really disagree with you right but i also think that um the efforts they did make in in the past uh, or in the past few months uh, yeah. were there. We saw the uh, King's College course. We saw Luke uh, engaging in death. We saw uh, more stuff like that. And uh, I, I'm fully on board, right? I think that there were promises made or hints given that didn't get all the follow through. But they, they also did some some things that uh, were missed by most people because they're spending their time in in gift groups and asking when Lambo. That's mm-hmm. honestly the least interesting part of the community for Quant as a company right now, right? So obviously, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. So while I didn't uh, uh, get as excited as Jarno just uh, just did. I did take it as a bullish uh, response because they're focusing on the stuff that matters and that will make the, let's call it, investor group of quant money in the long run. Yeah. But there is no point in um, engaging in, in, uh, in a way that, that gives information that can get them in trouble because they're trying to be as regulated as possible. So you cannot give, uh, let's call it financial advice to, to, to have a broad term, right? So you, you need to get quant now because uh, wait, man, in, in three months, ooh, uh, we'll be, uh, we'll be live. 
the Hutchinson way. Yeah. That, that, that is just never going to happen, or I don't see that happening, honestly. Uh, we'll, we'll need to be a little bit more smart and need to uh, get the signals, uh, signals in, a, in a different way, right? So, and I think there were uh, uh, some interesting uh, signals in that regard. The new website, the King's College course, the um, uh, addition of getting intermediate and advanced courses in the future, stuff like that that really uh, uh, gives me a, a warm and fuzzy feeling inside. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I definitely do, do, yeah, I agree. It's it's not to do, don't disagree remark. I agree. I think that all those developments are um I mean, I I also see in the when Lambo when when moon groups that the vast majority of people understand that that is the course we have to take and and when you keep on digging and you scratch beyond the, the paint of the Lambo, then people also agree that they're happy that the way Quant manages stuff. It's just really difficult psychologically to, 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 to separate the two things for many people uh, in the first instance. And um, if in the end, everybody is, is, is bullish and happy that Gilbert isn't pumping his bags on... Uh, on, on, on Twitter with some bullshit uh, partnership announcement or or some crazy ass which, oh my god what was that thing that happened with um, who announced a, a, a Visa card or MasterCard deal and then it, it oh we got a partnership with Visa and, and it was just a credit card for something stupid WTK like that. or something uh, yeah. What's Pay or so, something like that I remember yeah. oh WTK and it was with um the, the Chinese uh, company, like WePay, I guess. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. imagine... I didn't follow it. it. It seemed like an obvious shit point to me, so uh, I don't care. Imagine Gilbert doing that. It's uh, it's hilarious. But no, man, it's it, it, it's great. They're focusing on the right stuff. And there's a, there, there, there's a new meme, or no, uh, a, 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 let's call it an infographic, going on in the... Let me share this, and then we're going to get to the meat and potatoes of the show. Um, sure. There's there, there, there's a new image. Let me quickly scroll. Somebody created what was that? Dot B B Dick? No. Damn. There was a new command created to to open up that image. Somebody created it. It has all the partners in it. And ah, here it is. Hold on, let me anonymize my contacts. <laughs> Don't make the mistake I just made. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. This can be okay. So uh, you can see this image here, right? Quant in the top. Tim, verify. Yeah. Okay. Quant in the top. What, what we have here is the man we're going to talk about a little bit later. These are new CMO. Yay! Andrew Carrier. Um, this is obviously Gilbert, uh, Dietrich, Smith, Mr. Riley, and I always forget his name. The Martin Hargreaves. Martin Hargreaves. Hargreaves, thanks. And this is uh, Lara Verdian, the wife, um, dream team, obviously. And, and what you see here is, is a bunch of um, partners, known leads, or other affiliates of, um, of Quant. 
And as you can see, this is a pretty proper list. Um, we get more than often people in a group. What has Quant achieved lately? And are there even real partnerships? Well, here you fucking go. Um, re reaching from Swift, Vocalink. Yes, this is Deloitte, uh, GovUK, Rockefeller Capital, Comcast, King's College London, AOL, Morgan Stanley. This is Project Helvetia, isn't that from the Swedish Swiss government? Isn't it just the Bank of England? Is it the Bank of England? No, that can also be too. Pretty convinced it's the Bank of England. Pfizer, MIT, this logo, I don't know. Do you know that? It's Deutsche. Deutsche, Deutsche Bank. JP Morgan, Digital Pound? Yeah. I say? I'm not sure. I'll Google that for you. Yeah. And NSW? I forgot. It's uh, New, nay, Nor North South. Oh, yeah. North South Wales. That's the, yeah. no, uh, the Australian thing, Australian lead. New South Wales. New South. Oh, we had the same discussion I... two episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, well, I say, uh, one, one moment, it's a Japanese pharmaceutical company with its headquarters in Tokyo. Uh, it employs around 10,000 employees, of which around 1,500 in research. And it's uh, noted on the Tokyo Stock Exchange. Nice. And the Nikkei. Cool. Harvard, MapQuest, RPL Digital. I'm not sure about that one. I'll Google it for you. This logo, is this Ripple? It's an X. -ish. No, it's LCX. Ah, yeah, LCX. And this is then the AOBT or Ethereum? That's uh, uh, LBT, it? Then. LBT, I guess. Yeah. Unison? This one? One thing at a time, sorry. RPL Digital. I'll Google that. You go Lec way too quick. Lechain, Federal Reserve, Oracle, KPMG, SIA. I'm not sure what RPL Digital is, actually. It's and apparently it's some English music company. Okay, interesting. Based, uh, specialized in bounce and heart dance. Not sure about that one, actually. <laughs> That's an Easter egg by the one who created the, the graph. Yeah. Th th this logo, boss, do you notice? Uh, I recognize it. Yeah, I do. I, th I think it's one of the identity token uh, or blockchain ones. Oh, Dag. It M might be constellation, yeah, yeah maybe yeah, constellation. Constellation, yeah. yeah. And then we got the BIS, SDX, uh, BSI, ISO. You go way too quick. The Bank of International Settlements, SDX, the yeah. Swiss Digital Assets Exchange, BSI. What's that? Yeah. Oh, we talked about this before. It's the British Standards. It's, yes, Institute. Yeah. That's the same as ISO. And I need to still rectify something. I'll get that in a bit. FINMA. The financial is... regulator. Yeah. INADBA. Blockchain Standard uh, Committee. MOBI. We spoke about JBI. Not sure. Well, you go so good. quick through it. I don't have any time to Google. Uh, JBI. Uh... Let me see. Is it the same logo, JBI? But this definitely isn't something that Quant made, right? This is a new yeah, yeah, yeah. meme or infograph. Yeah, it's an infograph made by a community member. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we use this in the Quantify Lounge. 
for whenever people uh, want information. Um, we have a bunch of those uh, shortcuts. If you type in .cv, you get Gilbert's resume or CV. It's curriculum vitae. It's a global organization promoting and supporting evidence-based decisions that improve health and health service delivery. Evidence-based practice is a big, big thing in uh, healthcare. healthcare. Yeah. Last ten years, I think so. Google. Yeah. Regarding the ISO thing, last episode we were talking about ISO TC three hundred seven, and we wrongfully stated that that in itself is a standard. It is not. Born Quamfi um, uh, notified us of that. The TC is obviously a technical committee, which Gilbert helped found, and they have multiple ISOs that um, have been issued from their um, from their committee. So, so they are actually multiple people uh, putting their heads together and and actually creating the the standards. But the entire committee is called TC Technical Commission 307. Um, so it's not the standard itself. Sorry. Rectified. <laughs> yep. Nice. Nice. Picture. Yeah. Um, da, 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 da. So uh, th- there was that little sidestep. Um, no. Anybody, anything else to say on that? Or shall we move on to the Digital Pound Foundation? Move on to the Digital Pound Foundation. Okay. Here we go. So, last week, yeah, March 31st, depending on which time zone you probably were, um, the Gilbert, or at least the Digital Found Foundation, Foundation, sorry, published a new article on cybersecurity and risk considerations for CBDCs. This would have been in our last week's episode but it, 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 it crossed the recording bit. We recorded the day before it's being published, etc. cetera. Um, hence, it wasn't there. We almost forgot, but uh, we didn't, so it's here. What do we do? Do we, do we read through the thing? It's, 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 it's not ginormous, Tim. What do you think? No, well, we could read the, the, the first and the last part, so like the introduction and the conclusion. I mean, okay. it seems pretty substantial, or is it? It's um... This could be pretty substantial. I think if we discuss this in full, we'll be uh, talking for another 30 minutes. Okay. Just one thing. Okay. Let's, uh, l- l- let's go with the first bit, and, 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 and we'll take it from there. Sure. Um, so it's authored by Gilbert Verdian, founder and CEO of Quant and Digital Pound Foundation board director. Governments and central banks around the world are exploring the benefits that a central bank digital currency can bring to their economies. Not only must they deliver the policy benefits envisaged, including driving digital innovation, growth, and increasing financial inclusion, a digital currency must tackle evolving cybersecurity threats. In this article, Gilbert Furian, founder and CEO of Quant, looks at what the global regulators expect from this critical national infrastructure and what needs to be done to convince businesses and consumers to embrace a CBDC 
such as the digital pound. Um, this is the introduction to the piece. Really interesting. Um, yeah, definitely. It's, um, I mean, CBDCs are, are <laughs> they're, they're going to be a reality. It's not going to take that long. Uh, five years, 10 years, regulatory stuff needs to be up to par first. Right, Tim? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, 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 the tech is, 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 is <laughs> technically there in, in, in a way. Um, but yeah, the, the tech idea. is definitely here. Otherwise, those companies wouldn't be pushing for this technology. Yeah. They, they wouldn't do it if you don't have the technology to do it. Yeah, but what, what you need to do is you need to get like all the ducks in a row because it yeah. is cross-border and, and, and cross-jurisdiction. And now um, it takes a, a, a ton of autographs and, 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 and okays to send money from A to B. And <clears throat> sorry, if this gets implemented, it could be the click of a mouse button, meaning that everything that will happen after that will be sort of automatic or automated yep. um and and yeah obviously that needs to be um caught in regulations all the what ifs actions on and stuff and that's going to take a ton of time yeah uh, boss this is maybe a little bit up your alley um a, a little bit uh it is super interesting to to read and uh, there, there are some great points made that you really should should take a moment to to read for yourself because it's it is an interesting article and it actually I think it shows that while the tech might be there or almost there it isn't really battle tested right now of uh, yet right so um, in this next step uh, concurrently with regulations and stuff like that it needs to be battle tested and battle hardened for uh, what is to come. One of the most interesting points, I think, in the in the piece is uh, the stuff about the quantum quantum computers that might be so powerful in the future that uh, the current cryptography, yeah, the the way of uh, uh, randomizing data, uh, stuff like that, um, will be uh, uh, at a point where uh, no, not obsolete. Uh, at a point where it can be backwards engineered, so. Then it's insecure again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, you, you need to have levels, and you need to have uh, a plan for stuff like that, um, which is interesting, right? So um, it's both super nice to see terms like interoperability in this piece, uh, because mm -hmm. that's a, a, a nice quant hook, right? But it's also uh, very good to see that they're not going. Um, uh, how, how do you call it? With, with oh, they're going into it with open eyes that there are proper security risks, yeah. um, which is uh, good because uh, the current system, while slow and uh, crappy in many uh, res uh, regards, is is quite safe. Yeah, and, and we cannot we cannot yeah, we cannot replace from, it with something. It is safe from the outside in. But 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 from the inside out, talking about fraud, um, corruption, and shit, um, then that then then the system we have right now is faulty, isn't it? And and that makes this system a lot more secure. Well, 
I'm sure I can I can agree if I uh, were more, more familiar with how the system actually works. I'm I'm not a um, financial tech expert in in that in that regard. No, so okay. not quite I, sure. I, I, I'm neither, but you do agree that it is a lot easier to commit fraud, steal, embezzle, etc., when it's human work with human hands on handwritten ledgers or or, or just marginally computerized ledgers, um, c- compared to when you put stuff on DLT, blockchain, or or any other form of um, of a digitized network that is decentralized. Uh, yeah, I think I agree, but the attack surface is way larger when everything is digitalized. So um, that's fair. something to consider. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I want to grab this paragraph for a bit. Um, given the declining use of cash and more than 10,000 cryptocurrencies and stable coins in use globally, 80% of the central banks are actively exploring the case for central bank issued digital currencies called CBDCs. In April 2021, the Bank of England and Her Majesty's Treasury announced the joint creation of a task force to coordinate the exploration of a digital pound. There are links in this graph. There are multiple links in this article. I'll link this in the description. Um, Whatever platform you're on, there are many podcast platforms, all of them, all the big ones at least. And on YouTube, um, scroll to the description. You should find this article and you should be able to open it and then use the links um, as, as deep as you want to rabbit hole. Um, crucial part of the global discussion is operational resilience, including cybersecurity. Um, then they talk about the World Economic Forum, uh, seeing it as a, 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 as, as, as a key cybersecurity threat, um, theft and loss. They're talking about a lot of different things. Um, let's see. Yeah, Gilbert makes here here makes a case on the on the landscape. The the graphs called distributed ledger technology and threat landscape, and they talk about JPN. This might be interesting. DLTs and blockchain can address cybersecurity threats and build on the trust we already have in our financial systems. Over the past decade, tens of billions in venture capital have poured into blockchain technologies. The market cap for cryptocurrencies reached three trillion. USD in 2021. That same year, JP Morgan, US largest bank, established its Onyx blockchain division, conducting uh, USD 1 billion in transactions per day using programmable money. So um, I found this interesting when I read this the first time because this actually um, uh, this also had, has a source in it. So a clickable link, you can find the article open article and you can get there. So this is not just Gilbert's opinion. Um, but this means that JPM, and, and that obviously means all the other big banks are engaged in blockchain and they are interested in this. So they are operating in the space. And uh, I, I, I think that's, that's, that's super bullish. Uh, I, I see Tim nodding. Yeah, uh, definitely. We, we see increasing adoption from banks and financial companies so uh, i can only not and i think we will see a lot of coins 
um, being issued from them. Those are retail CBDCs, if I'm correct, if I'm not mistaken. Or, no, the, those so. are the synthetic CBDCs. Uh, yeah. yeah, if they use JPM coin, it'll be a synthetic CBDC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th those are the synthetic CBDCs. Yeah, and that Continue will be a form. Yeah. No, but, and, and yeah. that will be a form of wholesale CBDC because it's yeah. it's it's interbank stuff. Yeah. Um. One of the reasons, um, blockchain technology is immutable and cryptographically secure. This is what what Buzz spoke about earlier with the quantum computer. We're getting there in a bit. But the immutability is really interesting. And that was my argument on the, the fraud bit. You cannot simply go on a blockchain and, and just change the ledgers, uh, change the, the numbers um, to, to your liking or to your agenda. So that, that was one of my arguments why it's not implemented yet, because it's really hard to embezzle money um, if you have an immutable ledger. It, it, it's really difficult to commit fraud um, where you have to change all the ledgers that the data is on. It's, it's impossible. That's why it's called immutable. Um, so, so that's a, a real big benefit. That would actually make the, the whole system a lot more um, honest and secure, in my opinion, at least. Um, Gilbert continues, we see an increasing number of use cases worldwide with acute uptake in the financial sector. And CBDCs are well-placed to utilize this technology. Um, to, 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 to take, uh, we can skip through this. But, um, breakthroughs in DOTs related to key management and putting data on chain are inspiring different approaches. These may lead to new capabilities that could be shared and deployed by participants in the future, such as the ability for all participants to utilize a secure and immutable digital version of identity, a solution where a user can control and revoke access rights to personal data in accordance with GDPR, technology configurations that enable interoperability and replacement when better te technology emerges. Um, I thought it was a different bit. So now this is a little bit of loose sand. <laughs> I'm sorry about this. I skipped a bit. Could you follow along, Tim, or was it just me that lost the thread? Um, I asked you to just do the key parts, and you started going through the entire piece. <laughs> no, I didn't. I skipped. I skipped oh. this bit. Okay, okay, you skipped that part. Okay. So that's why we lost the thread on that. Okay, disregard yeah. the last. Um, let's see, improving existing delivery. Blah, blah. I don't want to miss the bit that Boss talked about. Oh, yeah, the future thread environment. I think that will be it. Um. As our technologies evolve, new risks will emerge and financial crime will become even more sophisticated. Risk management processes and protocols need to keep step with these. This brings us to another risk already on the radar, quantum computing. If, yeah, I think as... quantum computing is, is one of the things, if I can break into this story, I hear a lot of people talk about quantum computing and what kind of risk it is to to crypto and uh, even my some of my friends who don't really know that much about crypto they say yeah but you <laughs> yeah. know what really is going to ruin crypto <laughs> your entire crypto fairy tale quantum computing it's going to break your entire investment so really eager to hear what gilbert has to say about it back to you uh you know yeah i also I saw that the boss opened his mic now he closed it again 
You wanted to say something. You didn't. Okay, go back to uh, your notes. <laughs> yeah. So indeed, the quantum computing, it's also, I, I, I agree. There's always somebody who says, yeah, but crypto will become obsolete because quantum computing will crack it all. Exactly. Okay. Um, if, as anticipated, it eventually gains the power to compromise major data encryption methodologies and undermine the cryptography used to protect access, confidentiality, and data integrity, integrity quantum computing will impact all financial services. CBDCs are no exception. No one can predict when quantum computers will be capable of cracking today's encryption methods. However, an enormous amount of work is taking place to develop technology robust enough to withstand a quantum attack. Given the importance of data protection by governments and others, we can expect that these existing encryption methodologies will be replaced by quantum-proof encryption in the systems we all rely upon. So, so Gilbert keeps it a little bit open-ended. He says, um, yeah, we're getting there. And um, there's always an arms race going on. Um, I know from my, from my time in the military, somebody makes a, a new bulletproof vest that can stop a higher caliber bullet than somebody else creates a bullet with a, with a different core and that will then penetrate that vest and, and, and you're back to square one again. Um, that, 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 that cat and mouse game will, will, will always be running. Um, I am not... Um, how do you say? Informed on quantum computing. What I did understand from, from some article I read or, or heard is that quantum computers aren't that smart quite yet, that they can only do one thing and they do that really well. But if you throw a little kink in the cable, then they get stuck or something. Boss, do you have any opinion on this matter? If not, we're just moving on. Opinions, uh, probably enough, but uh, knowledge, uh, not enough. Uh, honestly, quantum computers, I think you can pretty much think of them as the next uh, step in um, uh, brute force capabilities when it comes to encryption, cryptography. Um, so we need to also uh, realize that we can actually use that same power to create better encryption uh, protocols. So um, it, it's a, a continuing arms race. It, it, it will always continue like that. Um, hence why interoperability or not, uh, uh, in Dutch I called it portability, right? We need to move from different systems to different systems. Uh, we need to have the option to move uh, uh, between those. Where quant comes in um, is facilitating that the, the possibility of having systems interconnect with each other and also replace key parts of that system with new and improved parts. Um, I cannot tell you uh, how technical implementations uh, uh, might look or, or will look, but uh, I can... Uh, a spitball and in envision stuff like um, gateways, community gateways or central gateways, having uh, more power to 
provide security than just an, an an iPhone has, right, in its computer capabilities or uh, whatever kind of computer. So hopefully stuff like that will be able to improve security for the system as a whole. But it is a super interesting and honestly quite scary thing to uh, read more about, right? But it is good that we're looking into it now and not when we have replaced all our uh nice financial systems and uh created a big problem for ourselves yeah yep. this is the time to, to consider this stuff yeah um I'm, I'm i'm gonna close this with the last paragraph that gilbert wrote uh, it's called mindful of the threat embracing the possibilities we live in a digital world there's no turning back now central banks see this and are exploring the best and safest way to operate. Although CBDCs offer the potential to deliver significant benefits, they also potentially usher in new ways of working for central banks, financial institutions, and other participants in our monetary ecosystem. They also raise fundamental questions across a range of public policy objectives. In thinking about a digital pound, the UK's CBDC task force is weighing these issues. Security sits at the heart of these discussions and others taking place around the world. A central bank's primary objective is to maintain monetary and financial stability. Any CBDC needs to be designed in a way that supports this. Additionally, it must be accompanied by appropriate, robust operational risk management and cybersecurity policies and procedures. Finally, it needs to replicate the technical resilience, sound governance, and integrity of our existing infrastructure to gain the confidence of the public. And I think this last bit is um, is really important. And that's where you get a lot of the, yeah, let's, let's call them the keyboard warriors on Twitter. Um, with their um, CVDCs are the biggest crime to humanity. <laughs> Pompliano, did you read that, uh, boss? Pompe made a tweet like that. I didn't. The single most biggest crime against humanity, or something like that, um, are CBDCs. He's a he's a Bitcoin maxi, as you know probably. Mm. Um, and I I think this, the confidence of the public, um, that's going to be so instrumental. And I think the time it takes to get all the all the regulation and the standards and, 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 and all those frameworks up to speed is, is also the time it's going to take to convince us noobs who know nothing that, that it's all going to be okay. I mean, back in the, in the day when the euro was introduced and, 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 or, or conceived, I can remember there was a campaign lasting two to three years with, with, with ever uh, closing um, or, or smaller time gaps of, of, of spitting information and, 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 and propaganda material, for lack of a better term, um, just to get everybody on board with it. And um, this, is, this is definitely going to be needed for the CBDC because everybody right now has access to all this information and if you do not try and control the narrative on this and get ahead of the story, 
you're going to have the, 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 the people like, like Pompliano and, and other influencers that have an agenda to push Bitcoin um, are going to keep running with the CBDCs are going to hurt your privacy and, 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 and everything is just going to be worse than it was. Uh, I, I, I'm actually sure there's a, probably a good case to be made, though, that, that, that there's, there's proper risks uh, in, involved with, with this type of new tech. And I agree. I, I do agree with you, right? That the, the, the confidence, or with Gilbert in this, uh, this matter, that the confidence of the public needs to be uh, one. But I think when it comes to actual movement on this, uh, um, in this area, it will actually be financial uh, opportunity. So when the systems see that they can be more efficient, quicker, cheaper to run, uh, while being as safe as the, uh, the the options they have now, that will be the big catalyst to to actually move over to solutions like this. So honestly, I don't think that there ever will uh, be a referendum or a vote or. Uh, I yeah, hope I'm, not. I, I'm, I'm not trying to piss you off, but um, no, no, no. I, I hope not. I hope that that's the case. But but I think it 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 will be purely uh let's call it just a business case to be made at some yeah, point yeah, yeah. that uh, this is cheaper, this is better, this is uh, uh, the way forward. Yeah, and, but and, only and, when it's cheaper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but I I agree. You know, they're. We need to be cognizant of all the risks and all the security stuff that's going on. Um, but we, yeah, we, we, ju we just need to be careful. Um, never mind. I've, I've got to be a, a broken record again. I see Tim's eyes rolling. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> so read the, read the whole article. Um, it's, uh, it's in the description. Um, yeah, that. Close the subject. Move on. Yeah. Question. Please. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. Um, this is the Quant Network Twitter feed. And yeah. Can I yeah. take over a bit? Yeah, I skipped your yeah, notes forth as usual. What's that? <laughs> tired of, no. Uh the, the quant Twitter feed. Um, so basically we've seen a lot of activity um with quant on Twitter. And I think uh we didn't really address this so far, at least not in English and also not really in Dutch. In the Dutch episode, we uh, spent about uh, four minutes on it at the very last part of the episode. And we just figured that there has been a lot of activity and we cannot really ignore it any longer. So we will just be going through the tweets and give you some um, vision of ours uh, on it. See what we think and we can kind of structure the information a little bit because they've really been going on to a tweet storm so you are now back to you uh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought let's begin on um well march 31st again this is the article we just went through that's interesting let's open it up let's just uh, <laughs> sorry Tim. No, oh, April... no 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 i'm joking what's the same article um oh no no, no. please please god no <laughs> Tim is so tired of CBDCs, I can understand, man. It's, uh, yeah. Quant is hiring. And, 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 can I say one thing about it? Like, definitely. I get tired about it, but I think that in the future, when we look back at this in five or six years, it will be really interesting to see that we have been covering something 
that the mainstream public didn't know about that will be very fascinating i think okay back back to the back to twitter yeah uh, in, in five years if you hear this really <laughs> curious how if i was correct yeah do you think people actually care how the the backend system will work no 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 i agree no it's um what what one million examples would you like to be part of the tweet reads of building hashtag the future of finance today we are hiring for roles based in London, Los Angeles, and fully remote. If you're an experienced Java engineer or an Ethereum slash blockchain developer, we would love to hear from you. Um, there's an article related to this. Um, just open a quant Twitter thread. Start on April 1st, work your way up. I'll put it the, the, in the description. Um, but it's interesting. They're they're hiring again, and I, I do not have the, the the factual numbers of how many vacancies they have right now. But there were twelve last week. Then something like that. Yeah, yeah. Check they, it out. We'll we'll link it on LinkedIn. There there's more. There's more. Uh, continue. No, that's the article again. Yeah. Scroll up. Oh yeah, yeah we had to talk. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Is it at the uh, UK FinTech Week? I have just. Or is this something else? I have just. Just two days left until our panel session. Payments. What else can we expect at IFGS 2022? Looking forward to hearing G Verdian. Jane Loginova of Radar Payments. Cat Cloud of Played. Papier of Trust. And Jack Wilson of TrueLayer. Um, you can register for that talk here. And I opened this hashtag IFGS2022. And that's uh, that's the thing there were last week. Is that what you meant, Tim? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's a really nice selfie from Andrew uh, there. Yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but there, there was literally a tweet storm going on because this is all from April 4th still. Um, I thought I had this more lined up. We'll get to that in a bit because it's also here. Um, so IFGS, a um, lot of talks, a lot of... Um, Panels, panel discussions. Um, haven't been following along. I haven't. Um... Okay, the dog just threw up on his mat. Noise. Yeah, it's always fun. Something to do when we're done here. Um, so, so, so many different uh, topics they spoke about. Um, this one is about lessons learned and aspirations for the future, fostering true disruption. Um, Andrew. Uh, tweeted this uh, writing spending the next couple of days at IFGS 2022. We'll be sharing highlights here and on at Quant Network. Mm -mm -mm. Tim. Yeah. You you want me to to read up every single tweet? Not pretty, but we can cover the 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 essence i think uh martin hargreaves was talking there i think we can just skip to the talk of uh martin yeah. and let's see if we can get some juice 
Jessica yeah. Russo did speak there, a keynote speaker on the, she's part of the FCA, the Financial Conduct Authority, yeah. um, which is interesting. So there were a lot of people there. There's a quote here which reads, our vision is to be even more innovative, led by data and technology, and even more assertive and adaptive to support the hashtag fintech community, says Jessica Russo, Chief Data Information and Intelligence Officer at the FCA. Um, so this is also um, good. This IFGS, and this is one of the takeaways that I had from what I read. Um, they're 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 very much cheering on the public sector and the business sector to um, to innovate and to create and to um, you have to take risks. I don't know if that's the right word, um, but to, but to keep doing what they're doing and. Um, Other example, the amount of fraud and cybersecurity issues is underreported, says Alice. The more you can protect the customer, the better. This is obviously also um, yeah, what, what's on top of mind for people regarding the CBDC question, the privacy, the security, what happens with my data? Um, is everything safe? Another quote. It's not only CBDCs, right? No. It will provide so much more um use cases other than just cbdc's yeah yeah Because definitely when you look at the, the the quote and it's underreported um i also uh, I, i really think it is the same goes for financial malfeasance and crimes currently in the current system mm -hmm. uh, but things like digital identity that you can check let's call it on-chain. For now, we're talking about this type of term, right? On-chain. Uh, but in the future, you will have a system that most people trust or hopefully all people trust. And then you get a support email from Microsoft. But before you uh, have your one-on-one -on -one connection with the support tech of Microsoft, you can check the identity of the connection you're making in that system on chain, right? So that will pro provide safeguards for security. Uh, I actually read it like that. It, it, it should, the, the stuff they're building and providing uh, tech-wise will provide more uh, safeguards and secure security measures in the future for people and institutions. Yeah, interesting. So a little bit more than just the, uh, the padlock in your browser bar, you mean? Um, yeah, that, 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 that's, an, uh, well, HTTPS is important, but um, uh, when you look at um, the, the, the scams going on, right? And not yeah, only yeah, yeah, in crypto, yeah. but in the financial world, yeah. world it, it's mostly about people misrepresenting themselves as a support agent for whatever company from your bank or from Microsoft or from whatever Apple uh, and uh, creating a, a tech service for themselves to, to scam people, right? Mm -hmm. um, when more parts of the systems are uh, be able to securely be identified, it reduces the risks of people uh, misreading uh, who they are talking to or what they are doing, uh, I hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, still letting that sink in. Yeah, there's indeed so much going on. It's, uh... 
It's easy when you're really into the CBDC type of discussion right now, right? To see everything uh, just touching CBDCs. Mm. So uh, I just wanted to provide a, a, yeah. not a different view, but uh, uh, take it a little bit broader, right? Like our, our Moby discussion in Dutch. Um, it, it was actually quite uh, nice to have it not uh, be about CBDCs, right? Uh, I, I'm sure yeah. Tim can agree, but um, stuff stuff like this is also more broad than just the the real big implementations right the 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 the, the low-hanging fruit the first implementations that we will see are easier implementations like a payment system just for let's call it amazon that provides you different type of token usage for for payment stuff like that is that that will definitely be first not cbdc's i was by the way pleasantly surprised i was looking up if it was possible for me to digitize my passport and my driver's license already and we mm-hmm. all, all three of us oh you can probably hear from our accents we live in the netherlands and um what do you mean uh, i have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about <laughs> yeah no there, there please forgive there's, me <laughs> there's there's already uh a, 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 a trial and a project going on since 2016 for um, getting digital identities up and running, and there's a, there's even been a, a trial already with people having um, all their, their their credentials in an in an app uh, from the from the app store on their phones, so you don't have to carry your 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 passport with you or your driver's license, and that was also linked um, to to SSI, and they're also working with that. So the Netflix actually already working on that since since 2016 i didn't i didn't even know um i think i'm not uh, fully up to speed on the 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 subject matter but i think there's um there's even um areas or how you call it countries where they actually already have this stuff Uh, and i think in the latest ios uh, release for some of the um regions this the support was actually added to one of the biggest uh, uh, mobile phone platforms where people can actually carry a digital identification card. Nice. Not nice. Not, not per se blockchain-based, right? But hmm. yeah. to add to that, uh, I'm reading here on a core website uh, that the British government is intending to uh, digitize all the driver's licenses uh, starting from 2024. So uh, in the UK, they're also up to speed. In two years' time, you'll be having a digital driver's license there if you want to. I mean, why not? Why not? I mean, if if we can have our crypto wallets digitally on our phones. I think everything will go digital at some point. Yeah. You'll have a SSI, a self-sovereign identity, and everything will be on there. I started the chat with my bank. Why I cannot get money from an ATM with my phone if I can pay in a store? Why can't I just withdraw money? Yeah. Because you have it all locked in quant. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Smart. Yeah. Um, Let's let's see. I've been scrolling up a bit. There are so many tweets, people. Um, Yeah, it's a tweet storm. Uh, But what did Martin say? Yeah. What's the juice? Wasn't Gilbert supposed to speak here? No, Martin was there for sure. Yeah, yeah, Martin was there for sure, but I thought Gilbert was supposed to be speaking there because that was announced a couple of... He's probably attending another meeting. Possibly. 
Um, here, here's Martin. You can't get customer traction in payments without privacy, says at TechMJH. Uh, uh, wait a uh, second. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, privacy? It wasn't well, some kind of evil token that was going to yes. destruct your privacy. What are Bankster, you talking about? Bankster coin, man. It's Bankster. the Bankster coin, right? Yeah, it's an Armenian scam. <laughs> Behind the scenes at IFGS 2022, the FinTech Times interviewed Tech MJH after the payments panel. His spoke. Yeah, after the payments panel spoke on about his vision of the future, there's a typo there. And it says that a video is coming in a few days, so we'll be able to see the video next week, I hope. I even missed... I was like, who's this tech dude? Yeah, but that's yeah, fucking yeah, Mark yeah, Hargreaves. Yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm terrible tonight. No, no. It's fine. Um, so Martin uh, was was on stage and, and, and the, the, the picture that is posted next to it says payments, 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 payments. What else can we expect? Um, speakers, Martin Hargreaves, Jack Wilson, Ronan Gallagher, and Jane Leginova. Sorry if I misread that. Um, I don't know what he actually spoke about. It was just... I think the video is uh, coming. Not a video yet. Yeah, yeah I'm really curious to see that. It's, um, yeah. I think it's smart that they put all that stuff. Scroll up. What's, what's more in this? <laughs> nah. Slow going, people. Slow There's just going. a lot of tweets to summarize about this event. Uh, yeah, they covered the new. They were bullish. They were like 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 yeah, seven tweets yeah. in a row every time. Yeah. Other um, thing, um, Overledger two point two point three. Actually, we got that last week already. Uh, yeah. And for some reason, the Quant main account didn't tweet about it. Uh, the Quant developer account did, uh, but they just forgot to link uh, the documents with the release notes. Um, but hey, there's another typo in that tweet. Nice. Uh, but they did it now, and it reads uh, release of Overledger 2.23 unlocks access to Polygon mainnet, increases API support for Polygon Mumbai testnet, and provides new APIs for two TAR2 QRC20 smart contract functions. I think that's all you need to know. We have access to the Polygon mainnet. Let's not spend too much time uh, discussing, unless Boss wants to, because we have more tech-savvy guests uh, now. Can you say something about it, Boss? Because I'm rushing over it. Mm, I'm butchering uh, it. Not really without a lot of context, but honestly, just take it as things are moving, and there are a lot of tweets, but uh, harking back to the point uh, when we started the podcast, this is actually community outreach, right? This is what they meant with we'll, we'll, we will be more forthcoming with information and engagement. And yeah. this is the way they're implementing that. It's not that they... Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm with you, uh, guys, dude. Yeah, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm not being uh, uh, an apologist for quant, right? Because I, I have a lot of uh, things... Uh, 
not on a more negative, but I, I, I can see more negative points as well. But this is actually what they are doing, how they are choosing to engage and share information. And it's um, they're not beholden to, to Telegram or the, the, the platform of our choosing, right? So, um, well, they picked Twitter and they shared yep. a lot, a lot of information and and. and um, they are engaging in a sense that they're showing that they're engaging at, at um, uh, uh, and um, I, it's been so long that I, I, I needed to talk in English, man. I need to get into it still. It's fine. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> um, an, an event like uh, the one they tweeted about, right? That's a, a proper uh, group of people talking uh, on a level about stuff that, uh, counts as engagement from quant to their public their uh, community for sure yeah 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 i, I agree it's um it's, it's just not what everybody wanted <laughs> it, not it, what we yeah. it never you is. wanted <laughs> what, what can you realistically expect I what do you mean me holding... yeah yardo you you personally <laughs> What? No, no, <laughs> no, no. But it, uh, <laughs> I, I see a big discrepancy between yeah. uh, uh, what we think, uh, or not how important we think we are, or, or we, the community, right? Uh, uh, and, and how little we actually are relevant to their business case at this time. Yeah. We we might be way more important in the future. Um, but this is engagement. This is the, the stuff that they promised. There is a lot more uh, uh, activity on Twitter. There is more activity um, articles? on channels. Art- articles being Articles, written. for sure. Yeah. Uh, and let's be honest, uh, you can have um, Twitter activity like a proper DeGen crypto project where you promise all kinds of stuff and still don't deliver, but you, you, you promise it. Um, I prefer a project that doesn't literally promise this stuff. Um, I rather have this. Anyways, uh, so I have, we have, I have the new. Oh, I have huh? a last tweet oh. uh, of Quant on what Martin said. It reads: Quant's CPO says blockchain-based payments offer developing and emerging markets the potential to leapfrog traditional payments architecture and set the pace for the G7 economies to follow. There's a lot here, and I read this leapfrog thing before. But I can't remember what the context was. Because this is, what they're actually saying is that like the, 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 the smaller countries, say South America, Latin America, we call them smaller countries. They're bigger than the Netherlands, not economy-wise, obviously. Um, but they are implementing these these systems, so they're technically testing them. Is is that a little bit what you meant with the battle-tested battle hardening of of this of, of this type of systems, boss? Um, maybe, but if you're one of the big seven economies, then a lot of your labor and stuff like. Uh, is within your own economy but if you're one of the smaller fish in the pond then you'll see a lot of movement between um, uh, regions so people from Poland working in Netherlands is a pretty big example but when it comes to sending money around then you get into situations where you have remittance fees right how how can I get money from 
from Holland into a different country and do I need to pay a fee? Um, I think in the in the, in the uh, in the emerging markets you'll see more um, um, flexibility in in a labor movement and sending money around, which provides a greater incentive to have faster moving tech and uh, and opportunities for them to actually move their economy and their their value around. So uh, not only money but also knowledge. But um, I think that is probably what is being pointed towards. There is a greater incentive there to uh, to move forward than there is within our big economies where mostly we work uh, yeah, yeah. close to home. Very yeah. Interesting. By the way, your, might your, be my your 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 connection is is not all that great. You're sometimes a little bit roboty, a little breaking up. Which... Are you suddenly maybe using Apple as your system? Oh. <laughs> I'm Apple bashing again. Okay, next topic. Next topic. <laughs> yeah. no, the, the, the connection isn't always that great uh, right now, boss. You were still uh, yeah. audible and 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 understandable. Apologies. Uh, no, no need to apologize. I just wanted to let you know that. I don't know if you were aware. Um. Yeah. So this... okay. Enough about the G7. Um. Sorry to interrupt you there, unless it's really important. I think we have something. Oh, Andrew Carrier. Sure. Yeah. He, yeah. He's our new uh, CMO. He was. Oh my god. Um. He was actually appointed to be our new chief marketing officer back in December, something like that. Yep. December. And. Then, for some reason, all his announcements were taken down. And now he was reappointed or re-announced. Yeah, not really re I think of, perhaps it was kind of, of a, a proof period. Is that, is that the correct term in English? Like a proof period where... Trial. Tri- trial period. Yeah. A proof uh, period. <laughs> yeah. No, like a trial period, I think. At least yeah. uh, there was this uh, publication on the website of Quant a couple of days ago where um, it was confirmed uh, that he is appointed the chief marketing officer. Mm-hmm. I think you're now scrolling through Quant itself. But I think yeah. you really want I, to show the people. Oh, I am. I'm looking to the appointment. The announcement, yeah. But anywho, Andrew um, is our new CMO. Um, Andrew has worked at... I could have brought this up at Swift. He has been working at, what was that other company? Deutsche. Come again? Deutsche Bank. Oh, yeah. Here yeah, we are. has a very impressive track record, as you'll see. Uh, 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 Just scroll uh, uh, down a bit. Yeah, Experience. so he's now the... CMO full time at Quant started December 2021. So he's been there for five months. If we go down, 14 experiences. That starts at the bottom. Where did he start? JP Morgan, 1998. Uh, he was reconciliations there, working in the investment management division, responsible for daily reconciliation of multi currency custody accounts. Might as well have been Spanish or Italian for me. Um, investment management then new sales executive in open trade technologies 
head of marketing at Heliograph. Sounds like dot-com bubble companies to me. We'll see. <laughs> then he moved to Swift, which is really imp- impressive. Uh, he, he moved to... Can you scroll down a bit? Yes. Around 2003-2004. Apparently worked in uh, Brussels. And yeah, he started his career there, worked in the marketing departments all the way up to the head of the global uh, public relations department in event communications, which is impressive. Swift has been on the news. You know, it's from Russia. Probably we also discussed the, the XRP, role of Swift regarding to the Russian sanctions a couple of podcasts ago. You can listen to that. Then 2012, he moved to Cognito. No idea what kind of um, company that is. Oh, wait, it sounds there. Cognito Analytics is the software arm of Cognito, a specialist specialist communications firm serving the financial sector. Communications, financial sector, nice. You scroll up. And and the role of deputy managing director. Yep. Then he was the director at Prodigal Communications. Uh, We published the web's most irrelevant and self-deprecating... Luxury, Luxury lifestyle, lifestyle magazine. magazine, the Prodigal Guides. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Scroll. Worked there for four years. Deutsche director Bank. Head, yeah. The director head of marketing for security services. Then CMO at Dolphin, independent yeah. wealth management firm. Mm. And he was the founder at What's Next Partners. And then to the CMO position at Quant. Yeah. I'll put it in the description in case you want to become friends with him. Really impressive stuff. Uh, wait, so, uh, Andrew is the chief marketing officer now, and he has kind of a remarkable uh, Twitter feed, which we wanted to discuss a little bit. At least Jarno, at least Buzz did, and then you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember uh, something. Oh. Play uh, stupid games with stupid prizes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We. Uh, Tim and I discussed this earlier on, um, I, I can't remember who that was, but other people were also using, okay, people work at Quant, they begin to work at Quant, and before that, they had their private Twitter feed, and that is still, in my opinion, their private Twitter feed. And, Agreed. And, eh? Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's your private feed, right? You can and, do whatever you want. <laughs> And then you get the, the 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 criticism or the questions from 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 people following your uh, your feed or from the new company you work at. From okay, where lies the where 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 is the line in that cannot be crossed? When do your uh, when does your own agenda? Oh man, my English is gone. I'm tired. What, no, what, what, when what does your own agenda override yeah. your company's interests? Yeah. Right? Exactly. When, when do they collide? That's the question. Yeah. Yeah. When do they collide? Yeah. And um, th- th- there are some, some things uh, Andrew retweets, likes, where, from which you can say, eh. Yeah. Th- th- this, is, this is the example uh, Boss came up with. Um, because Zuckerberg gives not a single fuck about his users. He doesn't even respect them enough to think they might notice stuff like that. And that was the response to, I know product is hard, but why does Instagram discover show posts 
you already marked not interested from accounts you have blocked. As someone who uses Instagram, it indeed is really annoying. They introduced a new timeline, I think somewhere last year, somewhere in the summer, I think. And it is really annoying. I follow accounts for the reason that I want to follow them. Um, but I, I don't follow them in order to get an algorithm that decides for me what I want to follow or not. Here's a, here's a kicker. It, 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 it's what? called a feed for a reason. Because they're force feeding you all the shit they want you to see, not what yeah, you want to see. Yeah, but then the interesting thing on on the Instagram is is that you have like your own personal feed and like a general discover feed, as they mm. call it. And in that discover feed, the algorithm does its work. But now all, Instagram has decided that in your own personalized feed from the accounts you want to follow, there's now also stuff you might be interested in based on your search history. Uh, and that is really annoying. Yeah. Okay. So, but besides so, yeah. the, the, the the Instagram oh, um, headaches, Meta. Meta is obviously Facebook uh, 2.0. Zuckerberg is obviously the CEO of the um, <laughs> company. And yeah, they could potentially become customers of Quant. Maybe they are. Andrew Carrier is chief marketing officer at Quant. And yeah, saying Zuckerberg doesn't give a single fuck about his users. Um, it, it might be considered not ideal um, to write something out. But yeah. on the other hand, it's a person, it's a personal account. Um he working at Quant, you can still provide a service. You can still be partners, in my opinion, um, because it's you deliver a product and you're you're not writing their company policy. And I don't know. No, uh, and why why would it be negative? You can you can rightly criticize another company for doing something, right? Yeah. That doesn't imply that they're. Now the entire uh, Quant Meta uh, partnership has gone to dust just because of one tweet. That's not how it works. Uh, I think we are looking... Actually, that was my task. How does a Quant Meta partnership look like? You want to take, take the lead? Uh, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be searching that. Uh, with whatever you want to share, I'll I'll, I'll switch what, you in the background. What, 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 what? Okay, just, just continue. I'll I'll get back to you in a bit. Okay. I'll report oh. on what uh, quant <laughs> membership partnership. If there are any leads, I'll uh, go through the console. Okay, that's cool. There yeah. are. Yeah. Um, boss, mm. give me well, two cents, bro. Well, I changed my connection, so hopefully you can actually hear me now. Yeah. Um. Uh, so. <sighs> I actually don't have the answers, uh, right? So I don't know when you cross the line. No, but I do think there is there is a, a point to be made that if you're in a C-level position, um, the position that actually touches on communication and marketing, that the the line might be, a, of the bar might be a little, uh, set a little bit higher for you than, like a, a, a random developer or someone working at a reception or wh wherever in your company, 
uh, with a personal Twitter feed and uh, the one that is responsible for communication and marketing. Still, considering of having said that, I still don't think this my this crosses a line. But also, it is in such clear terms that there is there is no single fuck given. He doesn't even respect them enough to think they might notice stuff like that. Uh, honestly, isn't all that great in my? It's not classy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, honestly, I don't think Zuckerberg cares. Uh, no, of course not. Uh, but if we're going Th- to... There's this meme from Zuck. You what, mate? <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, I actually mentioned this in passing and uh, you guys made it a topic. Uh, I do think it's interesting to note, right? And yeah. um, he is quite prolific on Twitter. And yeah. it is actually pretty fun to see uh, the, the man behind uh, the position. So th- that is fun. And when you open uh, uh, back up your LinkedIn tab um, and you scroll down to, uh, let's first go back to Swift. Uh, let's not discount the um, the connections you make in a position like that, right? All the banks involved, uh, the tech around the, those bank involved, super valuable, super important, a great, great addition to the to the team for Quant. But also uh, the self-deprecating stuff that you found in the protocol ma- magazine or something like that, that is actually, I think, more, more of a, a pet project for, uh, of his uh, uh, um, publication he ran or he helped run uh, where they're making fun of luxury products and the, the brands behind them. And that's probably his um, um, personality yeah. showing through, right? So it's, it's not, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, right? It's fun to see uh, the man and it's interesting to see the man behind the position. Uh, yeah. But it is interesting to note how, um, how clear he was in, his, uh, in, the, in the words he used. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Eloquent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'll call it eloquent, and I'm not uh, not sure if I'm even in a position to, to use nah, uh, here. Protocol communication. We published the, match, uh, the world's most uh, irreverent and self-deprecating luxury lifestyle magazine. Uh, pretty much says it all, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. We like Rolex watches, but we also like to shit on Rolex watches. Well, it's fun. But it, that's pro- uh, here. Here. <laughs> Okay, what's nerds? Help me. It's crazy, right? This looks bad. What, Why what, is what? the name of all things holy and decent? Didn't Rolex put the date where it belongs? As a lefty, I could get excited about this. Set yeah. with the date. Is he American? No. Is he American? No, he's British. Can I uh, interrupt you guys? Okay, watch oh, nerds. Help me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. You guys will be. Um, I've been looking through the console. Uh, I can't really find any leads to, to, to Facebook. Could be me. But the only thing that I see as a recurring theme is uh, Facebook's uh, synthetic CBDC. The, 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 oh, not a CBDC. You know what I mean. Like the, 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 the <laughs> Facebook uh, Libra slash Deem, whatever they call it, coin. And that needs interoperability at the end of the day. So that, that is kind of a lead. Um, but furthermore, there, there's one kind of relationship through crowds and Facebook. We'll have to dig into that. Yeah, and Gilbert mm. once, 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 once ran his mouth on something in the main channel 
on we can interoperate Facebook, Libra, JPM, Coin, something like that, um, which was interesting, but it wasn't like really a smoking gun, um, to be honest. What are we looking at here? And now we're just randomly. Maybe getting back to a little bit more serious stuff. It is interesting to see that they're trying to grow the company again, right? Uh, Hiring. It must be so competitive to hire in an environment like this. Uh, There are so many projects that are, uh, let's call them shit points, but there are also a lot of interesting projects right uh, in in the whole dlt box blockchain space so it must be super hard to get actual talent into your company uh, especially when it isn't uh, as public facing with their communications and stuff like uh, or, or information about how they're going uh, to change the world right we yeah. we might yeah. see the implications on on how important they 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 will be in the network of interoperability and providing the, the the basis of a lot of innovation to be uh, uh, to be done or fostered, but it's it's actually probably pretty hard for them to find uh, people, uh, especially when you consider they're based in London, which isn't uh, uh, the smallest tech hub in the world, but it's also definitely not the largest. So um, it's it's hard to get people into your uh, they're also in uh, Dublin. London, in Dublin, and I, I think they're US based. Yeah, well. I, I yeah. think I think Dublin really is a back office. Um, I, I don't know. And anyways, anyways, um, uh, yeah. Well, the, the the labor market is completely overheated. Uh, there's a huge supply in all sectors. It's tricky to hire but, people, but not in blockchain, and not of the caliber that they're looking for. That, that is even worse. Yeah, I That's just wanted to worse. mention that it's an uphill battle for them. So it, yeah. it's uh, it's actually uh, good to see that they're tweeting about it. But I'm not of a mind that you will find the correct people on Twitter uh, per se. Uh, but mm, uh, it's cool that they're, that they're growing growing the team. But I also think we've seen uh, in the last let's call it the telegram communications of Gilbert that that it is an uphill battle for them. Not only COVID hit them, but also uh, being able to grow the team, um, which is cool, right? You don't grow, grow, grow your team if you don't need to, to, to grow. But that's why the focus shifted a little bit over the last 18 months, I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Um, so use the resources that you have and use them for the things that actually matter for your company's mission um, and, and in the right order. <laughs> So, so gateways when 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 there, when there are people, uh, people, banks or, or or other huge companies or even governments waiting in line, um, that's not the right allocation of resources. I think. No. Yeah. There was something else that we wanted to cover this episode, and that was the Coinbase story. No, Let's move to Coinbase. No, we're not. We're doing that next week. We're doing that next week. Oh, yeah, we're doing it oh. next week. Hungarian oh. is going to join us next week. Oh, with uh, with the Coinbase and uh, that's so cool. Okay, and, and the addresses and ah. um, how the tokens are that are being hoarded by Coinbase 
can possibly be the the treasury, but not the juicy, treasury. juicy stuff. Let's, yeah. let's talk about it next week. Sorry, my uh, my apologies for that. It's okay. Um, so next week we're going to have another guest, and it's going to be Hungarian Comfitil, Hungarian Horntil, Frito Slot on Twitter. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but that's for next week. Yeah. We have the questions from Instagram still. I'm trying to uh, wrap up. I notice. No, no, I'm not trying to wrap uh-huh. up. I'm just trying to. Oh, please do. <laughs> no, yeah. I know uh, I'm joking. Uh, I'm joking. Uh, you go for it. Uh, we're all tired yeah. already. Yeah, well, we're just rambling a bit. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, there, there was one question we I really want to address, uh, and that is: Could Q and T become a public company? And we've oh, yeah, talked about right. this before, but I think we can make it a bit of a searchable subject by uh, I don't know saying yeah. something about it and uh, giving it a timestamp. I actually looked something up on that because it has been asked a long time ago by somebody. Let me see. Here we go. So what we see here is I have been searching in the quant community channel i have been searching for ipo that that stands for initial public offering it's like an ico but then for adults with real companies and um, i looked up messages from gilbert relating to this ipo thing Um, and then what you get here is let me see um, so I have QNT says, yeah, Flaboscopian Dimmelhound. Now nice I name. want Quant Network shares when IPO. Wink. And this is yeah, oh, sorry. from the 27th of April 2018. 2018. This is ancient. Yeah, and Gilbert replied with, funny you said that. We're in talks with the right venture capitalists to start that journey to IPO in a couple of years. And he responded back, uh, Plevoscopian Dimmelhound with, I'll start saving. Um, yeah. When IPO? <laughs> so, Great and, couple of years. Yeah, so what happens? Right now, Quant is a private company. A a private company does not have to share financial information, does not have to share partnerships, um, all all that stuff. It has no responsibilities to anybody but their their internal workings and maybe some private investors. When it goes IPO, you need to have certain metrics that you, depending on the country, I think, um, you need to check a fuck ton of boxes. It's not an ICO where you just create some shit coin and you just dump that on your users to, uh, to scratch some money together. No, an IPO is a serious business um, and, and you need to be vetted and you need to have all your ducks in a row and everything in order, etc. cetera. Um, but yeah, when you go- get you in a lot of legal trouble if you mess that up. It, yeah, yeah, there's the, now let's, let's not go to the examples of that. 
But when you go IPO, that also comes with a bunch of responsibilities, meaning you're going to have boards of directors, you're going to have investors, you need to have quarterly updates, you need to share finance numbers, etc. Um, probably depending on, 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 on how and what. I mean, not everything is, is super public, but most is. Um, I'm not a financial advisor, uh, so I don't know the exact details of this. But going IPO, for the most people that ask the question, is because they are afraid that the token will disappear. That was at least what happened in the past. Um, I wasn't there in 2018. Uh, Sadly, I wasn't either. Yeah, um, but but even in 2020, there were still people. But what if the company IPOs? Will then the coin become useless? Will they then ban the coin? Can the coin be banned? Um, and and the answer to all of it is no. In um, fact, uh, the team won't have any control anymore. At the point they're sold out of tokens. Yes, and and, so, and all, yeah. Also, when it the way Overledger is constructed, and obviously we kind of have to trust Gilbert's worth for that. Maybe Buzz can have some more factual input on that. But Overledger, Overledger Network does not work without the QNT token. The QNT token is a license. It's a, it's an access card key code coin whatever you want to call it and it is indispensable and and it has nothing to do with equity it has nothing to do with ownership of the company in any way whatsoever we could own 100 percent of all the coins and you will have zero saying on what is going on in the quant network and you will have zero uh, rights to to any information whatsoever do you get 100% of all the shares? It's a different story. Then you can literally change the course of the company and, and well, quote, unquote, do whatever you want. Um, Just like Elon got acquired 10% of Twitter shares and now <laughs> is on the board. He can just steer uh, the company's policies in a way. It's not how it works with us. Well, at least the edit button is coming. Um, nice. Yeah, I, I do agree that... Uh, it, there's a there's a, a big difference. Uh, uh, we need to realize uh, the if you own ch- shares, you have a different uh, type of stake than if you hold some tokens. The tokens we or most of us hopefully hold are the fuel for the system. Um, the system is a, a product of Quant. Uh, uh, Overledger is the the product, but Quant is the company created it, creating it. But Quant can create different products next to or concurrent or um, uh, orbiting uh, overledger so i don't see why they can't go can't go public because uh, there are company creating products um, so I, I actually view them as two totally separate things yeah so the added button is coming it means no covfefe anymore no thought. Yeah, no. Never no. mind. Uh, <laughs> I think Boss got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, but we will have some kind of influence through the DAO, I think. That's if the DAO is thing. able to purchase shares, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. 
but, but honestly, I think it's it might be still a little bit far off, right? Uh, uh, but because a couple of years is pretty pretty broad, and <laughs> let's uh, let's be honest, uh, Gilbert and Quant never have been super great uh, uh, when it comes to time frames, right? No, soon is uh, soon is a pretty broad broad term. A couple of years is a pretty broad uh, term. Uh, so Their when they eventually will go, through, time. but when do you, they uh, eventually uh, will or might go public, it will also provide an extra level of transparency. Because as Jarno mentioned, you need to also publish a lot of uh, uh, your partnerships and uh, your your financials and your books, which actually is also probably uh, a nice safeguard in the future to see who is actually um, having uh, influence running a system that in our view will be quite important in the future, right? Because uh, uh, let's be super bullish again. We all are of a mind that quant network or uh, not, not quant, sorry, let's, let's do this correctly. Overledger will be the glue between all the different products and networks that are being built in the new, not only financial system, but in the, in the new um, data system, right? The interoperability. Web3. Yeah, that Overledger provides will be mega important in our estimations and predictions. And it is nice that we can hopefully see in the future that it is not 80% owned by some crazy uh, uh, entity that we we as a society don't trust that let's say all the shares are in Russian hands uh, is it something that we want to know or don't want to know uh, I kind of want to know stuff like that no, when no uh, no, no. <laughs> oh you said duh uh, um, but I think we're we're quite some time off. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was the same and, and... Uh, back, back back in that day. They were also still playing with thought of creating their own blockchain, and I think that's oh off, yeah, that, yeah, it's off the table as well. I mean, why would you build a blockchain that has all the limitations that you're trying to combat with the operating system you created? I mean, we made a case a couple of videos back that 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 that. that creating our own blockchain could actually be beneficial in a way if you want to provide like a blockchain as a service combined with um, like a package deal. If, if, if you, if somebody just wants everything in one go from you because they trust you, you could actually deliver that. But you might as well just take put a nice little MDAP, all the good pieces from all other blockchains. Probably, anyway. but also the, the, the off-chain transactions between the gateways within Overledger, I don't think that's a mutually exclusive idea of having a, a, a DLT to actually uh, keep track of those trans transactions. So um, that's maybe super technical or maybe not. And uh, I, I, I'm not fully up to speed because I don't work for Quant. But uh, we'll see what happens because all this stuff is pretty fluent, right? It's all it's all fluid. Um, things things will change, and different tech solutions will provide uh, um, 
differences also for Overlook. I'm sure of it. What we're seeing now is so early, right? So even if we're in it for a few years already, it's still super, super early. It's so hard to to keep realizing that we're just uh, at the first (laughs) super, super early. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, yeah, the grand scheme of things, we're only four years in. Since ICO, and I'm sure the company Correct. is here since 2015, so we're in year seven. If we go back to on, on a larger time frame, if you go back to companies like Microsoft and Apple, I think they were established somewhere halfway the 70s, 78, 77, something like that. So we would be around 1985. If that's a proper uh, yeah, comparison, I'm not sure when was Microsoft established. I would say 87, 78, I mean. 73, I think. It was 75, 75, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, three well, years by off. the way, yeah. talking about, um, and that's, that's the, the, this is the last kind of worms we're going to open tonight. Um, blockchain, learn how the first quantum computing resistant blockchain network works. Designed to eliminate quantum threats in projects that are already having an impact on inclusion in lack World, not download the Latin paper. American world. Okay, download this paper to learn more. Um, I'll actually read this one because that sounds super interesting to me. Yes, I, 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 I haven't read it either. Oh, it's um, an actual paper, but we can read the abstract as in. Yeah, that part. Mm. Okay. I know where the abstract is. Thank you for um, patronizing. (laughs) This paper describes the work carried out by the Inter-American Development Bank, the IDB Lab, Blackchain, Cambridge, Quantum Computing, and Tecnologico de Monterrey to identify and eliminate quantum threats in blockchain networks. The advent of quantum computing threatens internet protocols and blockchain networks because they utilize non-quantum resistant cryptographic algorithms. When quantum computers become robust enough to run Shor's algorithm on a large scale, the most used asymmetric algorithms utilized for digital signatures and message encryption, such as RSA, ECDSA, and ECDH will be no longer secure. Quantum computers will be able to break them within a short period of time. Similarly, Grover's algorithm concedes a quadratic advantage for mining blocks in certain consensus protocols, such as proof of work. Today, there are hundreds of billions of dollars denominated in cryptocurrencies that rely on blockchain ledgers, as well as the thousands of blockchain-based applications storing value in blockchain networks. Cryptocurrency and blockchain-based applications require solutions that guarantee quantum resistance in order to preserve the integrity of data and assets in their public and immutable ledgers. We have decided to develop the Layer 2 solution to secure the exchange of information between blockchain nodes over the internet and introduce the second signature in transactions using post-quantum keys. Our versatile solution can be applied to any blockchain network. In our implementation, Quantum entropy was provided via the Iron Bridge platform from CQC, and we used Blackchain Bisu as the blockchain network. <sighs> there were a lot of new words for my tongue. Jesus. 
<laughs> I have no clue what I just read. Me neither. I, I did look up the university <laughs> though, and apparently it's the big. I thought it was just some some university, and then I remembered no, actually, no, this university from deep in my mind, and it, apparently it's the biggest uh, the private university in Mexico. And actually, it was also the first Latin American university that was connected to the internet. So it's a pretty big deal. Okay. It's, partner. Uh, it's very cool, and and I'm sure I hope or I hope I will be able to check it out more in depth in the future. Uh, but if you want to learn about some of the terms you just pronounced correctly, I think um, <laughs> you might want to check out King's College. Uh, these are the things that are being talked about in the developer introduction course and in Dutch I have been um, trying to get both Giorno and Tim (laughs) to actually check it out it's worth it yeah Uh, it's it's a little bit of an inside joke probably at this point but um, honestly it's a video um, to watch to see this uh, but, but also don't forget uh, the stuff that you're trying to understand here. These are uh, um, some of the, the brightest minds in, 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 in financial tech or in crypto uh, uh, spearheading this effort in uh, leg chain, right? So it is also not uh, uh, strange that we might be like, wait, what? Uh, or, yeah. There's no shame here. <laughs> Exactly. So don't be too hard on on yourself. Uh, also, if you're listening or checking this stuff out for, for yourself. Um, yeah. I know, at least f- from my perspective, I'm confused most of the time. And yeah. only not, yeah, that's only sometimes some, some of the parts click for me. And then you get a little bit more context, which makes it easier to get different clicks going. But uh, don't get discouraged if you're into this type of stuff. Um go check out the uh, developer course and get some basics uh, and some fundamental knowledge uh, uh, that provides you some context to actually read stuff like this as well. Yeah, and the TLDR is Quant is partner, Overledger integrated, number go up. <laughs> not, fin- not financial advice. <laughs> not financial <laughs> advice. Yeah. Uh, no, but, uh, yeah, to, to get to your point, do the the, the DLT course offered by Quant since uh, February. Do it. Uh, Jarno and I are bad examples, but for the re- uh do as I preach, not do as I do. But yeah, yeah, But yeah, thanks for your case, boss. And I think people should really uh, get into this. I've just been really busy. I've been spending a lot of time about Quant uh, on Quant. I mean. Um, next to other uh, responsibilities, I think kind of a safe case. I'm not busting your boss. No, 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 but no, yeah, still. I think it's important. Um, yeah, the rest of, oh, there, there was one other question on Instagram. Oh, uh, yeah, about... yeah. And, and that's going to be the last thing, because I want to edit this. I'm going to the zoo tomorrow with the family. Nice. So Which I'm going to be out of the door pretty early, so I have to edit and Which upload one? this tonight, and it's already almost 11 o'clock. Which one for the third time? The Which zoo. Zoo, yeah. Blydorp. What's the name? Blydorp. Ah, okay. Yeah. What's the name? Yeah. Uh, the question is about this guy on Twitter called Unquamfi uh, Trader. And the question is... Oh, that mother... Beep! Demonetized. 
<laughs> yeah, if only we were monetized. No, uh, hit me with a question. I'm, I'm curious. No, th- that's literally the question. Like, what's wrong with him? Like, what can you? Yeah, like, as in, there, there's this guy on, on oh, Twitter, yeah, who continuously, continuously spreads fud uh, about quants, and the question is to us. I'm, I'm What's go- wrong with him? I'm not sure, really, and I don't really want to spend on, attention. But if the people want to know, Unquamfy Trader is. Uh, I, I'm gonna find this. Out of all questions you could ask us, this this is what you sent. Yeah, <laughs> the, the guy is his name was Quamfy Trader, and he changed his handle, and now he's Unquamfy Trader. Um, let, 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 let's give him some airtime. Grab, um, grab your popcorn, people, because this is going to be a riot. Got a horrible feeling like I want to sell everything and get the fuck out of these markets. Normally means we have bottomed. Team says nothing to community again. Um, yeah, basically, uh, to, to, to summarize, this guy was Quamfi, and now he's Unquamfi, and I'm not sure what's wrong with him. I think, or he's uh, just super sarcastic, right? He, he no, lost no, his no, 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 he's no, genuinely... No. <laughs> no, sorry, no, I, no, no, I'm no. not familiar with this guy. Sorry. No, 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 I, no, no, I had some altercations with him, some other people, Son and all, uh, had as well. He's, he's what, what is this, Bunt stuff? He has more often than not really just shamelessly bashing... And and just spreading not truths. What do you do? Yeah. You have something to hide. Quant Network blocked you. Well, there you go. Quant Network isn't all that keen on blocking, but um, he got blocked. To get back to your point, I think the, the annoying part about these people, and obviously um, I think people have the right to fight. I think people have the right to be critical, but the point is that they spread literal misinformation, which sometimes has the tendency uh, to start living its own life in the community. And that is really annoying because then people like me, people like Yarno, people like you, Buzz, really have to do work debunking it again because it's simply not true. You can fact check it, but because people are lazy, they prefer stupid headlines on Twitter over actual factual information you can just find if you actually put a little bit of work in. Um, I think it's just really annoying and I don't really want to give this guy any airtime, but here we go. Here we did it. Nah, this nah. man was, was truly on a mission on every single post to literally just just slander and um and and and, and trigger and instigate and, and stir shit. And it's <sighs> yeah. Honestly, if you, you're annoyed by people posting stuff like this, and then I'm not talking to you, Yarno, but probably more uh, to the guy that asked a question on on Instagram. I would probably uh, tell you to take it as an opportunity to harness your knowledge about Quant and see uh, how obviously he is wrong or, or or isn't wrong, right? Some some points, and I'm totally not familiar, right? So uh, please note my dogs are barging in, so that you might be uh, hearing some loud sounds in a, in a few seconds. But I, I would say take it as an opportunity to educate yourself and see um, you know, how you can debunk this stuff yourself so you harness your the knowledge in the uh quote-unquote investment you made or uh, uh, the bet you're placing on your future and uh take it as an opportunity to, to learn yeah definitely definitely 
Yeah. But there is no cure for stupid. Just remember that. There is. Uh, there's literally no cure for stupid. There's just people. Oh man, man, man. They, they they simply will not take an argument, or or understand the argument. But or, also, just feel free to not read stuff like that or block yeah. people. And uh, probably, in contrast to what Tim and Andrew uh, lived through on Instagram, that if you block some 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 posts, you will still see them. On Twitter, you you might have better luck blocking people. And if not, you can tweet Elon because he now owns nine percent, so he can make stuff happen for you. But what's also disturbing is is because if if it were only in your own feed, it, it'd be okay. But he and and other people are are responding just disgusting, slanderous stuff on their partnerships, on their uh, partners' posts um, where they use the cash deck QNT or not even that, but where other people are asking questions related to quant that they are then bombarding his or her question um, because it's simply related. It's, it's very annoying, but anyway, um, on that bombshell. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, it's time for a wrap up. Um, y- yeah. It's um, it, to me, it was a very messy episode, more messy than, than ever before. Um, if you're still here, hats off to you. Apologies. We had literally planned an entire episode in the last minute. Um, I managed to get uh, the, 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 the Hungarian Horntail himself on. So the entire uh, schedule got rescheduled. Um, hence, we are improvising this entire episode. Boss, thank you so very fucking much for being here. We're demonetized anyway, so I might as well just throw another F-bomb in there. I intentionally used F-bomb for all the Puritan Yanks. Well, thanks for <laughs> in, uh, indulging me. and yeah. uh, It was a challenge for me. It's been a while that I, I talked in public uh, in English. So, well, interesting experience. I think you did great. Uh, yeah, I agree. Good, back to Jarno. I mean, I'm not sure why it was a messy episode. I think you, I don't know. It, it, it didn't really have to be, but I felt like we went into some really in-depth stuff while not intending to make it in-depth and then we ended up making it in-depth yeah if that makes any sense yeah okay um we've been talking long enough i think uh i really want to cut the episode off here yeah try to redirect you guys a little bit it's uh we did had some cliches again but it was really nice to have you in the show boss uh it's it's, it's really beneficial to have a third voice uh also in english uh, in Dutch, we did it two times already. It was great. Uh, I think some of the best of our shows have been with you now. So uh, that 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 is definitely a compliment, and I'm really uh, Hard to kind. glad you were here. <laughs> On that point, I want to ask everybody oh. be- be- before we throw it off. Please, people, leave comments. Let us yeah. know in the comment section. Um, or meet us on Telegram. We're in the Quam Filans. We're I- I'm in every group. Tim probably also. Um, yeah. Let us, know what you want to... second point. <laughs> Let us know what you want to see. Let us know who you want to hear. Um, next week, we're going to be here with Tritho uh, Slot Hungarian Horntail. There's also, like I said in the beginning, a bunch of other stuff, Twitter spaces coming up. Um, we're going to be there as well. Um, yep. Thank you again for watching. 
Um, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Yeah, we'll Stay see comfy. you on the next one. Stay comfy. Bye-bye. <laughs>